ladies and gentlemen, the following episode is scheduled for one fall. Coming down the aisle are your hosts of In The Click, Baby Huey and Brian Pronick. What's up, everybody? Baby Huey here, and joining me once again is my tag team partner, Tim from Pro Wrestling Unlimited. What's going on, man? Not much, just hanging out. You said you needed some help. You needed a... Another voice on here today, so I said, hey, anytime, anytime. I love doing these with you. Absolutely. Thank you again for making the hot tag to uh, help me out with this episode of In The Click. Uh, for the Clicksters out there, it is Brian Tronk's birthday today, so I know he's out celebrating his birthday with the family, so happy birthday, Brian. If you do listen to this podcast, we miss you, man. Uh, right. he, he's been MIA the last couple of weeks. I know he's been busy with, with family stuff and whatnot, but... Tim, I will tell you this, and I'll tell Brian next time I do record with him, if I'm ever in the need of of trying to escape, hide from anyone, like if I'm trying to hide from the cops, the FBI, a crazy ex-girlfriend, I'm going to go with <laughs> Brian because Brian knows how to disappear off right? the face of the earth. <laughs> to so, multiple people. So, so, but no, in all seriousness, I know Brian, it is his birthday today, so he's out to dinner with the family and stuff, but right. needless to say, we need to get an episode out. As long as ha- a lot has happened in the last few oh, yeah. days, it was the 2023 WWE draft happened on SmackDown and Raw over the last few days. So much to talk about. We're going to go through all the rounds, go through our, you know, our, our takeaways from this draft and yeah, just kind of weird the direction of WWE now for the next I what next year I'm assuming, but whenever the next draft is yeah. going to happen again, pretty soon. Uh, yeah, pretty soon. So yeah, it's uh, um, so Tim, let's start with this. I, I'm really curious. Um, what did you think of the draft overall? We'll, we'll kind of start big, big thoughts on the draft this year. What did you think of like the overall presentation, how it was kind of handled on SmackDown and on raw this week? It was pretty straightforward, but yeah, what kind of your overall takeaways and just how it was presented this year? I think that's kind of like one of the big criticisms a lot of fans have with how the draft has been handled in recent years. They always try to compare it to like the, the you know, the attitude era slash uh, uh, ruthless aggression era, those early years of the draft. But what do you think of the overall presentation of the draft this year? I guess the first one under the Triple H creative director role. So it's weird that WWE books a draft while half their roster's in the UK and they can't be there to react. I know they got Bianca to do a video Mm -hmm. from her hotel room and stuff. But like you were saying, back in the day, the Ruthless Aggression drafts, like 2000, what was the one? 2004, when Triple H got drafted to SmackDown or whatever it was, or we thought that they were breaking up Evolution and we see Evolution in the back wearing their Raw t-shirts and then he flips out, what? Going to the, you know, yeah. It's like, oh my god, yeah. We see people, and then the, when the Dudleys got split up, they're sitting there together, and they're like, mm-hmm. and Bubba's just like, "Well, okay, then." They hugged it out, but, right? And then yeah, uh, Undertaker. And like, I loved those when everybody's there, and we kind of yeah. got that with the NXT roster sitting yeah. at the Performance Center. But I loved when back in the day we can get people's in the moment reactions because, as we've learned over time, some of those were real. I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Reactions. Mm-hmm. As far as the presentation on how it was just overall done, I did like bringing in the legends and stuff, the mm-hmm. Hall of Famers to announce the picks. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. But the, again, the one takeaway that I didn't like, the one thing that got me was not having the wrestlers there to react. And I mean, if you were able to get Bianca 
to do the video from her hotel room. You told her ahead of time you're going to SmackDown. And then, why couldn't you have more people do that? Mm. Or why couldn't yeah. you have more people that were there react mm-hmm. instead of just being like, this person's going to this brand and so forth and whatnot. Like, I, I don't know. I just I would have liked to see more reactions like in a, a real sports draft when every draft pick more for the most part in the at least like the first like in the NFL draft, you see everybody in the first like two, yeah. three rounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so they're the people that are important. So they should, you want to see them react because they're the most important people in this year's draft. So it's like Cody gets drafted to SmackDown or to Raw, mm-hmm. and we hear nothing. And the next time we see Cody, I get it. He's got a big match coming up Backlash. But next time we see Cody, he's busting Brock in the back of the head on Raw. <laughs> yes. And it's like, okay, so he's not even going to talk about staying on Raw? Yeah, like, the fact that the Brock's draft a free agent. Nothing, yeah. The draft meant nothing to Cody. Cody's more concerned about it. Well, I guess he's staying on the same brand, so it's whatever. But mm-hmm. like, you have people like, and I got my list right here, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Lashley moving from Raw to SmackDown in a U.S. title match. This There you go. U.S. champion Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to move brands and hopefully keep his title while moving to the next brand. Why didn't we get much from, you know, that was my mm-hmm. one takeaway is some of the wrestlers, especially the ones that are shifting and switching brands, I would yeah. like to hear their reaction to, oh, I guess I got to work Fridays now instead of Mondays. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you 100%. As far as the presentation, I think they definitely try to replicate the NFL draft as far as, yeah, they got the big screen, they got the logo mm. and everything in the background, Triple H doing his best Roger Goodell impression coming <laughs> out, welcoming everyone. Are you ready? And uh, he he did the first round on both night one and night two. And then, as you said, they had legends of Hall of Famers come out for yeah. the following rounds throughout the rest of the night on each show, respectively. Now, and, one, th- one, one yeah. thing before anybody comments and bites me in the ass here. <laughs> okay. The OC did come out on SmackDown and talk about moving over to SmackDown from Raw. So I just want to say that they did do that okay. with the OC. But, but they, missed, we'll get, they, yeah. they missed the opportunity of AJ saying, I'm back at the house AJ Styles built. Oh, we'll get into all that, how <laughs> lackluster that was. I was so disappointed, but yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, uh, uh, as far as Triple H coming out, doing his best, Roger Goodell. And I'm with you, though. I miss all the wrestlers sitting in one room. And you get kind of their reaction. I think they could have easily done that because they had uh, draft pools. Like half the mm-hmm. roster was available night one, the other half night two. So you could have that night one members of that roster that were available that night in one room yeah. and kind of getting their reaction. But then again, I, I know from like an logistics logistics standpoint, many of the rosters were overseas. They had a UK tour, like bad time but on their you, part. But you had Kevin Owens who was on that UK tour show up on SmackDown. So, okay. How that, okay. All right. So now, okay. <laughs> so, so the, the UK run, those shows, they were like in the middle of the week through the weekend. It was like, like a Wednesday to Sunday or yeah, Sunday. I think it went were, all the way to Sunday. Cause no Baron Corbin got a big house show win in Paris and yeah. Seth Rollins fans were singing his song. For so 10 minutes. Yeah. So I, that's my thing. It's like, you know, if they do the draft, Next year, you know, make sure you're not doing like a UK. Yeah, make sure people are in the country. Yeah, make sure in the country and get them all in one room and Mm. do that there. So I know from like a logistics standpoint, there was a lot of people just not available to sit in a room and get the reaction. But yeah, I'm with you. I do miss that part. And then maybe, yeah, they do something like with any draft, NBA, 
NFL, yeah, the picks come out and maybe shake their hand. So like yeah. Triple H, if he does the first pick, yo, Roman Reigns, have Roman even, come out. Even at least like that first round that Triple H does, those first yeah. four. Yeah. Because they're the big, biggest picks of the night. Yes. Yeah, Roman Reigns should have came out and just say, you know, where were they? Roman were. wasn't even there and he I wasn't know. In, in the UK. <laughs> so, he was at home on the phone with Heyman. He could have kind of cocky promo and saying, yeah. yeah, Triple H, you you better believe I'm the number one pick. And like WWE. A, a brand new designed SmackDown T-shirt. And they can be like, hey, this shirt's now available on shop. Go get the brand new SmackDown shirt. <laughs> yeah. But he, the number one draft pick, Roman Reigns. But yeah, he could have really bragged and sell like, yeah, yeah, I am the number one pick. Remember that. Acknowledge me. All that. He could just had some fun with that and just reinforce that. Yes, I am the top dog in this company. And been foolish to pick anyone else but me and just really just played it up from an arrogant standpoint but mm. i'm with you uh, um they could have done that as well um but overall you know it's it very simple i'm glad they kind of kept it simple as far as i know the last yeah. few years they would do three raw picks to every two smackdown picks because it's like mm. a three-hour show versus two-hour show I like that triple h kept it simple just uh two well, they, picks per per kinda- show per round when they evened that out, kind of as far as giving Raw more in the supplemental drafts on the exactly. on Raw talk, exactly. So yeah, I, I, no, I they def Raw definitely got a lot of wrestlers after the fact. So yeah, um, so yeah, let's let's talk about that then. As far as um, we'll go through all the picks here and just kind of give away our, some more quick right. takeaways and stuff. But just overall between Raw and SmackDown, who do you think was the winner of the weekend or, or th- of this year's draft? Um, if I'm looking here, because I got it all written down in my notes. Because I saw a lot of people saying SmackDown, but I was like, just from a number standpoint, Raw dominated, but it makes sense. They are a three-hour show. Yeah, Raw got more people, but it's like more people like who? Dana Brooke? (laughs) Nikki Cross, no offense. Odyssey Jones? What has he done in NXT? I know. Tazawa. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) okay. Uh, But it's Maximum Male Models. Like Raw got more people, but yeah, Raw's got another hour they got to fill, and they're gonna and and the so Raw got more people for two different reasons, I think, because mm-hmm. a they have a third hour, and b that's where the main event tapings take place before Raw. So oh, they need gotcha. these random guys like a Candice LeRae, like a Natalia, like a Tegan Knox to fill the two or three matches they do for main event. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but as far as I would say SmackDown, what's exciting, I think a lot of the NXT mm. call-ups were there. Yes. Yes. So as far as fresh faces in general, SmackDown you know, is kind of interesting in that sense. You know where Raw won it, right? Is there, they got Trish Stratus. Which, <laughs> okay, I was going to say my thoughts on that. Like, you waste <laughs> a TV pick on a Hall of Famer? Like, is she going to be full-time moving forward? But, I have no So, So why draft Trish and not Lita? How yeah. does that make any sense? Well, uh, and it's not like oh well, they need Trish. To, they need to tell. They need to tell us Trish is on Raw so she can feud with Becky to SummerSlam. Like no, <laughs> she could just be a free agent like Brock and Omos. Yeah, well, and Von Wagner. <laughs> which did you haven't watched NXT tonight yet? Have you watched it yet? I I didn't watch it, but I, I kept up with what was going on. Okay, so the Von Wagner album, photo album, that was interesting. Like the photos of him in the hospital. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a story beat moving forward. So 
um, I don't know his full medical history prior. So gotcha. I guess they're going to bring that into the into real life storyline for him. So I'll have to look well, we more into know, that. We don't even know where he's going to show up being a free agent. <laughs> and then is, is uh, what's his name? Stone going to be still his manager? Yeah. No clue. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think my quick takeaway, I think SmackDown won as far as fresh faces. Yes. Um, but Raw got a lot of established veterans who are, who need a fresh start. And that's what I'm excited for. Like, I, you know, I love Drew McIntyre. And there's a lot of people, they got like a lot of baby faces, main event baby faces that could, I guess, be, you know, in that main event scene for the new world heavyweight championship. So that's something to look forward to. And And that was something Dave Meltzer talked about, how, Raw got a lot of great baby faces, but someone's going to need to turn here soon. They don't, have, like, they don't have really, other than like Gunther and... I mean, Seth is kind of a tweener or in the middle right now. Finn, what other Finn, top, baby, or top heels does Raw have? Like Gunther and Finn. I mean, I guess they could bring Gunther And Gunther's tied in. up with the IC title right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm taking a quick look here. So, yeah, we can go through it, you know, maybe yeah. Yeah, as we give our takeaway. So, all right, well, let's go ahead. Yeah, just jump into it. So Friday Night SmackDown this week, uh, Triple H came out from round one. So first pick since it was SmackDown. They got the first pick. Obviously, it was the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, along with Solo Sokoa, Sokoa and Paul Heyman. So the entire bloodline, minus the Usos, which... I was kind of confused as far as, okay, I know they say factions can stay together, but like the Usos were not available on night one, right? No. In the it, draft pool the other right. night. If, okay. if you're going to just draft them all to the same brand in the end anyways, why not just put them all together? Yeah. Well, that's like, that's like if they would have put Ray separate from the LWO. Ray was with the LWO because they all went together to the yeah. same place. And it's interesting. Triple H is still saying undisputed WWE Universal Champion when yeah. now I got a World Heavyweight title on Raw now. So it doesn't kind of make sense to say undisputed anymore. So I don't know if they're going to retcon that at some point or just drop it. Um, but to me, it was just interesting. They drafted all three of them where I think it's like it's Roman Reigns. He's the biggest person in that company right now, like mm-hmm. you, could, you could just draft him by himself, but like, yeah, it was, was it really necessary and- to put like three together? Well, like, Heyman would have gone with him regardless, but solo that could be a separate I, draft pick. I still feel like, I don't know. I think they want it. What I think it could have been is they really, really want us to know the allegiance of solo to Roman and not his actual brothers that he's more yeah. lean, that he's got more of an allegiance to Roman instead of Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, so I, it, to me, though, it was just, like I said, it was just the fact that they drafted Paul Heyman, like he was part of the first pick. It's just like, it's Roman Reigns. You can just draft him by himself. He's that well, he's worth that much. Yeah, like, but I mean, Heyman's, like I said, Heyman's going to go wherever wherever Roman yeah. goes as his, as his manager. It's just like you you draft Karen Cross, you get Scarlett as a bonus. Exactly. That is a great bonus, I will say. <laughs> That's a lot of people say. So, all right. And then Raw, their pick was Cody Rhodes. And then uh, SmackDown, they drafted the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. And then Raw drafted Becky Lynch. So, made sense for Raw picking Cody Rhodes. You know, for, <laughs> I guess to analyze this draft, you got to do it in two ways. You got to do it from like a, a kayfabe 
logic standpoint and then from a real life standpoint. So now, what are your thoughts on having the pools, having them split up into two groups to be drafted? Because that's where it makes it kind of weird. Where it's like, okay, it's a little confusing. I think it makes well, confusing because not everyone who who checks the website probably knows who's available. Right. And the other thing with that, it's like, okay, so say say they really wanted Cody to be on SmackDown, yeah, but he's not going to go first. Roman's going to go first. Yeah, who would they have taken as that first Raw pick? Becky just would have been number one instead for Raw. Well, <sighs> I. For me, okay, I, I will say this. Like, initially, like, my, I was a little disappointed. Like, oh, I wanted Cody to go to SmackDown because it could chase same. Roman. Yeah. But then it took me a couple of days. It was literally today. I was driving home from work, and it hit me. The big story with Cody, I think, this year is he needs more um, challenges, more, um, uh, uh, what's what's the term? Uh, ad, um, uh, 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 adverse to ad- adversity. Adversity, yeah. Yeah, he needs more challenges, things to go through to kind of really earn another title opportunity and therefore if and when he does win the WWE title, it's, it means more because he had to right. fight so much to get to it. I guess this is another, another bump in the road. Like, sorry, you got drafted to the opposite show from the guy you want to wrestle. And I know he just, what did an interview with comicbook.com that came out today and said, so, yeah, like the, the goal is still to beat Roman. Yeah. So, I know Brock Lesnar is the first challenger and I'm sure they're going to give him a bunch of challengers over the next what 11 months now until yeah. till next year's WrestleMania. So maybe that's another challenge for him is how are you going to get back to Roman when you're on the opposite brand? So maybe just that's a metaphor being on raw, the opposite show of Roman. That's another uh, uh, adversity Hurdle. you need to go yeah. through. So that's not, I'm like, so no one else has I, said that. So okay, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's how I'm interpreting it. And I, and I know we talked about this last time, but now that Cody's on that raw brand with the new belt, do they keep him away from that belt, even though he's going to be I hope so. one of the top guys on the brand? I said, I predicted, well, I suggested on my Raw review, mm-hmm. put Cody in the tournament for the title, mm-hmm. but sort of everybody and have Seth beat him in the first round. I, I think and no one would think of because Cody's already beat Seth three times. Yeah, well, here's my thing. Like, okay, over the next year now until, because I know it was at WrestleVotes, Put out the plan or one of the major plans. A, a Cody proposed idea was yeah for WrestleMania Cody 40. 40. Yeah, yeah. With that being said, like I don't think Cody should necessarily go undefeated over the next year. I think no, I don't think it's needed. So not for he's going to take some take some losses. So maybe one of the losses he could take is maybe in this tournament to yeah. crown a new heavyweight champion. If the reason if he loses in big important matches that doesn't hurt him and him losing in yeah. the first round of the tournament is big and important because it's helping tell the Seth Rollins story of, yeah. hey, hey, this guy I couldn't beat three times. I've learned how to beat him now on my way to world, the world title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it actually helps. And in my opinion, it would help put Seth over even bigger beating yes. Cody in like the first round or something. And also just gives more credibility to that world heavyweight title as far as. Let's say I think the early favorite from everyone is is Seth Rollins to yeah. win. If he wins that title, him being that first champion of this new title, it gives even an extra layer of of legitimacy to it as far as like I'm the champion. I think I'm the A champion because Roman, out of everyone you beat, 
you're the one guy. I'm the one guy you've not beaten. He could play it up mm-hmm. more. Therefore, you haven't beat me. Therefore, me being a world champion, I'm the A champion of the company. So they can kind of go that angle if they want to. I think that helps gives that title a little more credibility by putting it on Seth because then Seth can add to that story of like, right. yeah, I'm the I'm the top guy here because Roman. Sure, you got those two belts and you've been champion for over a thousand days. Whatever. But keep in mind. You haven't beat me. So therefore me holding this title, I'm the real true champion now of this company. So they can go down that route. Uh, So yeah, Bianca Belair going to SmackDown. Now she was, okay. She was drafted. The last draft was fall 2021. Correct. Right. Okay. I know a lot of people were saying last year. I'm like, no, no, there was no no draft in 2022 technically because they used to do the drafts. In the false time, which a lot of people were critical right. because, like, you get drafted in a month later, Survivor Series, like, brand versus brand. There's well, no actual Why do you loyalty. care about the raw brand when you've been on SmackDown for the last 12 months? Yeah. 11 months, yeah. So I know Bianca, she was she beat Sasha WrestleMania in 2021, won the title there, lost to Becky, you know, SummerSlam 2021. Yeah. Then got drafted to Raw in the 2021 draft. And then beat Becky 2022 WrestleMania. So, so, yeah, she's been on Raw for, what, about a year and a half now. So mm. I guess it makes sense to go back to SmackDown from a, just a fresh change of scenery, fresh new opponents. But it just well, it sucks because like, she's the Raw champion, though. Yeah, well, the SmackDown champion staying on Raw. But, no, I feel like ever since she came to the main roster, she's been switched every draft they've done since she came up. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. Kind of like so the they, New Day. And was it Kevin Owens as well? He, uh, he, I think Kevin Owens did an interview. So I'm always switching him and the Miz. Well, actually, Miz stayed this time around. Well, but Miz, we'll, get... yeah, we'll talk about Miz later. There's a there's an actual <laughs> legit reason why Miz has to say on Raw. Gotcha. Okay, so we'll we'll talk more about what's in, maybe in store for Bianca and the Raw Championship and Smack all that when we talk about SmackDown's got right. a good women's division. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, SmackDown taking. Bianca, it makes sense. Raw taking Becky Lynch. She's mm. arguably the number two, you know, per women contender in that division on Raw. Yeah. So keeping her. Um, and then round two. So SmackDown took Montez Ford, Angela Dawkins, the Street Profits. Raw took the IC champion Gunther and the rest of Imperium. SmackDown took Edge. And then Raw took Matt Riddle. So I, <laughs> let me ask you this. So from a kayfabe logic standpoint, SmackDown with their first pick of the next round, they take Street Profits instead of drafting the IC champion. Like I would think from like like if I'm playing kayfabe here from a yep. logic standpoint, like when you want to take your next best champion after Roman Reigns, which is Gunther, well, why would you un- take? Unless they knew going into Raw on Monday that their first pick was going to be the U.S. champion, and they were like, ah, if they take the IC title, we're getting the U.S. title anyways. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll go with that answer. So, Some sort of a way to try to justify it. Exactly. So, yeah, that that's uh, – but I think Raw – Or, getting, or you can yeah. go the even opposite way of that and go, well, we got Bianca. And to keep her happy, we got to make sure we get her hubby, and we don't want to accidentally lose him by taking somebody else and not getting him in – True. No, but from a, that way. And from a real life standpoint, this draft kept all the couples together. So right. like like you said, Montez Ford, Bianca were actually married. They get to stay together. So yep. uh but yeah, Street Profits not broken up. A lot of people thought they're gonna get broken up here. No so, tag team broken up. 
or factions. No, yeah, no nothing. group, no team, no no breakup at all. Not even the bloodline who were drafted on separate days, as we said. So Street Profits, though, I'm curious. I guess in the media future, they'll still keep doing their thing, but they kind of accomplished everything as a tag yeah. team. I, we'll see what happens. Maybe down the road, they can break up at some point. I know a lot of people want to see Montez get that singles run after that Elimination Chamber performance. And that thing people forget. Remember he had that one match with Roman on SmackDown? Was it was end it of... Or the title? Tw- it, was his, it was his Thunderdome match. Yeah, it was the end of 2021, right? Yeah. See, no one talks about that. Like he, I thought that was like the first test to see if he could do yeah. a singles match or singles run. It was great. Yes, it was a great, it was a great performance. So yeah. that in the Elimination Chamber performance, I think it shows that he is, he's ready for this. Yes. And he's jacked oh, yeah. and everything. So um, me personally, I love Gunther. He's my twin. Yep. <laughs> so I'm excited to see Imperium on Monday Night Raw, especially with Raw being three hours and you need probably extended longer matches. We knew Gunther can deliver mm-hmm. big time matches, long, great matches. And just Imperium as a tag team, we know uh, they're, they're going to deliver as well. So that, that's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of Imperium, we still get to hear their really cool ring entrance from Samantha Irvin because yes. her and Mike Rome have swapped brands as ring announcers. Yeah, and that also makes sense because, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, you know, Ricochet drafted to Raw and he's engaged. Mike Rome doesn't need to do his best Justin Roberts impression every week for Cody. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He could do his best uh, Tony. Was it Tony? uh, What's uh, Edge? Tony Tony Schimmel. Tony Schimmel impression for Edge still. Superstar. (laughs) So It's going to be interesting hearing Samantha do Cody's intro every week. Yeah, but she's not going to do... Roman Reigns anymore. That was a little disappointing. Yeah. I like, Roman Reigns. Like, I love her introduction of the bloodline. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, give or take. You got you to gotta give up one for the exactly. other. So, uh, but yeah, Edge going to SmackDown. Good for a fresh change of scenery away from the Judgment Day. And a lot of these ongoing storylines have just kind of been dragging. I know he got stacked with Daniel Bryan with, against Roman, but maybe that could be a, a potential future opponent for Roman. Like, you know, maybe Edge like, hey, this is my last year of wrestling. I want one more chance at the title. I mean, that could be a potentially a matchup for Roman at some point. That, that's yeah. I maybe see his value there. And then, yeah, Matt Riddle going to Raw. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good for Riddle. And his, his new just, little, wait, little, just waiting for Randy. I know. That's the thing. It's just at this point, waiting for him. All right, round three, SmackDown got Bobby Lashley. Raw got Drew McIntyre. SmackDown got uh, the OC, which is AJ Styles, uh, Mia Yim, Luke Gals, and Carl Anderson. And then the Raw got the uh, Miz, which uh, I love Bobby Lashley. He was due for a fresh change of scenery. So going to SmackDown well, makes sense. Since when did he return to the company? 2018? Yeah. He's always been the Raw brand since exactly. his return. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for fresh coat of paint on yep. him or as far as like, you know, fresh scenery yeah. and it, for him, he can either be a future opponent for Roman Reigns. I know Cedric and Shelton are, are free agents. I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago. The rumor is the uh, her business storyline has been dropped as far as the reunion goes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully maybe they can repick that up and you could do bloodline versus her business. That's what I'm still hopeful cool. for. But then also Bobby Lashley, if Roman's not going to be on TV that often, Bobby could be a great U.S. champion, be the face of SmackDown week to week like Gunther was with yeah. the IC title. So 
I, I, I love this move. I'm all for it. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre going to Raw. Great to have him back. I love this time. I <laughs> I am biased. We all know <laughs> Drew, Drew McIntyre is a friend of the podcast. <laughs> Next to Chris Jericho, he's my most interviewed person on this show. So uh, I loved him as WWE champion. I still want to see him win a title in front right. of the, the WWE universe. I think going to Raw is a great opportunity for that with the World Heavyweight title. You were talking though with a lot of baby faces going to Raw. Isn't there a rumor that Drew might turn heel? Or is, did you hear about that? No. Did it? Or did it come from Meltzer? Um, I, I saw it on Twitter somewhere. Today, I, I don't did know. you see today? No. Oh, what was today? Well, because Meltzer just suggested out of all the baby faces that are gone raw now, Drew would be the easiest one to turn. Mm. And it was not him reporting because there's been other things Dave opinion. said. There's other things Dave said the last couple of days that people thought he was reporting and started running on their website with it. Okay, yeah. Like, and Yeah, no, it was just him going, you know, they got a lot of baby faces now. Like they've they've got Gunther, but he's tied up with the IC title. The only really other heel they have is Finn. Maybe they can turn somebody like a Drew McIntyre, who would probably be the easiest right now, especially mm-hmm. him being off TV for a month or so with his injury that he's dealing with, and come mm-hmm. back just as a baby or as a heel after being gone. So I don't know. I never saw anything before the draft of them turning him, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I will say this. Okay, so he was WWE champion through most of the pandemic, Thunderdome mm-hmm. era, performance, yeah. Sense, performance Center era, and – I, I thought he was a great champion with the storylines given to us during that time period. I thought he was a great champion. Agreed. And he was mostly on Raw even before that. Remember when he was tagging? When we got called up from NXT, he, had, he was teaming with Dolph. He was spent a lot of time on Raw. So when he got drafted to SmackDown, it was like, great, fresh change of scenery. But now he's been on SmackDown for a while, and I think he's just got mm. kind of stagnant because he had the big match with Roman last True. year at Clash of the Castle. So now it's like, okay, he's kind of accomplished all he could do on SmackDown in what was it, year and a half that he was down there roughly? But so now it's like, okay, it makes sense. Let's put him back on Raw. It seems to be more fresh new opportunities for him. I I could see why turning heel might make sense to, to give him a new character or a little bit of right. a, a, a gimmick change. I don't necessarily want to see it, but I understand why if it just helps kind of freshen things up completely for the roster and for fresh matchups and whatnot, well, especially after that great performance at WrestleMania and the triple threat yeah. there. And, and if you look at all the, the, I guess you say main event guys that are now on raw, he's probably, especially with him taking time off right now due to the injury. No, no, no one knows exactly how long he's going to be gone and so forth. So it's like of anybody you can turn Seth, even if they tried to make him go more baby or more heel, the fans mm-hmm. are still going to be cheering him, singing his song, Cody, mm-hmm. It, 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 it's going to be like, you know, you can't turn Cody. Correct. And who's the other big time stars on that show? Gunther and, and Finn. They're already heels. So you need, if Gunther's tied up with the IC title, you need another heel. So yeah, Drew turning, I don't think would be the worst thing. And like you said, mm-hmm. he's been a babyface for so long now. Maybe yeah. it would just do him better. He was a heel, yeah, with with uh, Dolph Ziggler. That was like the last time I remember yeah. when they won the tag titles, the Raw tag titles together. So I remember when uh, he teamed with Shane McMahon against The Undertaker and Roman. Oh, that's right. That's right. Extreme rules. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. It seems like a lifetime ago now. Um, okay, OC going to SmackDown. 
I love this move. However, I was so disappointed with this segment, this return for AJ Styles. I got crap the- on Twitter during this. <laughs> so, okay, the OC just comes out as a as a as the as the group, right? And like, it just felt kind of quiet, like no big pop for him. I just wish they would have done a better job of bringing AJ Styles back. Like, yes, I don't know. If, yeah. Especially after he's been gone for three, four months. Yes. He's one of the best wrestlers of this generation. He's so popular. It was so lackluster though. Like I wish maybe the problem was one, they come out to the OC music and that's just, it's the newer song. Yeah. And so it's just not as, as well true. known. Yeah, that's true. So I think a lot of people were like, huh, who's this? And then, you see AJ come out, I'm like, oh, it's AJ Styles. But it's like, it scared me for a minute, though. Why? When he said, it's three on four. How about I sit in the corner and let these oh. guys take care of it? And I go, oh, no, don't tell me you're still not cleared. Yes, I and know. So I, I, I tweet, tweet, very interesting that AJ is not doing anything physical. And then right at the end of the segment, he hits uh, the Ivar with a phenomenal forearm. And I get yeah. bombarded on Twitter. Oh, that tweet didn't age well. Oh, Looks like you ain't right again. Uh, I'm like, well, when I tweeted it, the guy wasn't doing jack. He was literally sitting in the corner, up elevated, out of the way of everything. So it's like, oh, no, they're, they're, we're legit. What's going on? And, and, and then so I get all these response tweets of, oh, this didn't age well. Or, oh, yeah, we're, we're supposed to follow you for, for what was, well, there was one of them that goes, oh, and you're supposed to be the knowledge you're supposed to listen to or something like that. Here's my thing is like, like, that's the point of live tweeting. You yes. tweet your, your thoughts in real in time the moment. and then things could change within five minutes. So yes. I'm, I, people, people just don't know how to read the room or like, okay, this tweet happened at this time. Okay, he must be reacting to he actually hit the forearm. Yeah, so you're reacting to what you saw in that moment. Yeah, that tweet is going to change. But what's the point of like bagging on that or it's like yeah, things change. Oh, I made this. I I I, I made this guy look bad, or I, oh, I'm not cooler. I don't know. That's that's the point also, of live tweeting. Anybody, anybody, not tell me Yim how you're supposed to too sweet. I know that's a thing. She hands are supposed to come together, and she's just standing over here. Hey, <laughs> too sweet. Well, I thought okay, like mm-hmm. I thought she kind of with AJ getting her and the OC off TV, but she was still wrestling. So I thought okay, maybe yeah. she's like breaking away and gonna do her own thing. thing, which is like okay, that's cool because she kind of just brought in to be what to take on Rhea Ripley as far as OC Basically. versus Judgment Day. And then I thought when that story was done, she's going to kind of go on her own again, but she's back with them. So, yeah. okay, cool. I guess it's cool. All right, right on. And then, yeah, um, Miz going back to Raw. So you were saying there's actually legit reason why oh, he yeah. say on Monday. Is Miz going to promote Miz and Mrs. Friday oh. nights on, on, on Fox? That's right. That's right. Okay. Miz is going to stay on Raw to be like, hey, it's time for our show. Remember tonight, right after Raw, Miz and Mrs. Good, good point. No, I, I do, just he can do his in ring promo and then go Miss and Mrs. later tonight. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> you know, Miss TV is really kind of. I know a lot of people just can't stand Miss TV anymore because it, it seems like such a time suck. It's long, 
but it makes sense. It's on Raw. They're trying to fill time. But I think a lot of people are hopeful if he goes to SmackDown, Miz TV won't be probably as often. Or if when it does mm. happen, it's just going to be shorter because it's a two-hour show. You got to kind of keep things right. a little more tight and bam, bam, move on to well, the next it, segment. It also doesn't help when they've been doing the same joke on every Miz TV for the last nine months. What is it now? Yeah, which... We'll talk, about that. we'll talk about Shinsuke. Yeah. So uh, round four, we saw damage control. All three members drafted the SmackDown. So we're sticking together for the time for being. Now. Yeah. For, for now, uh, Raw gets Shinsuke Nakamura. And then uh, SmackDown gets the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. And so that was cool to see their reaction from the Performance Center. Yeah. And then they were confronted by Casey and... Um, uh oh my god i'm blanking on her name uh uh um i have it here where did it go don't want to tell you katana chance and caden carter there you go sorry it took me it's a lot of names to keep track on this damn roster especially when like casey catanzaro changed to katana chance right yeah they changed names and they became like club goers and dancers and sorry so um so they confront them and they say they want the titles they're going to challenge them and then, sure enough, they got drafted. Well, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, as yeah. you know. They got drafted on, on night two, and then they had the match tonight. And spoiler alert, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn retain. So, so Isla yeah. Dawn said something about we'll defend our belts on all three brands or something. So I'm I'm confused. What's going to happen? I think what? they're going to I think they're going to fuse and unify these women's tag titles, and that then whoever's sense. the women's tag team champions are going to be able to defend on all three brands. Like when Sasha and Bailey first won the belts. Yeah. I'm all for that. Cause right now NXT is kind of gutted as far as the women's right. division specifically, just they've lost a lot of people, which is great though. Cause it's been like a little bit of a log jam. You got to move some of the people up mm-hmm. and then a lot of the upcoming talent that's like on level up or whoever's been at the performance center can now get that TV time. So you get like a fresh batch the new class. Yeah. It's a new school year for NXT. So now it gives them time to shine. NXT but that 4.0. Being said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that being said, I don't know how many legit tag teams they have right now. So it's a little thin. So it kind of makes more sense. Maybe, yeah, you do yeah. women's tag titles versus NXT tag titles. Winner becomes undisputed women's tag team champions. And yeah, travel to all three shows. And, and I think that'd be kind of cool because when the women's champion would go to NXT, that can be like a ratings point or, or you know, oh, yeah. a ratings bump. Like, ooh, from Raw, I'm just speaking ahead. Raquel and Liv Morgan are going to show up on mm-hmm. NXT this week. And it's like from the main roster, it's, like, it's kind of a cool opportunity to right. get some, you know eyeballs. Like, ooh, from the main roster, come down to NXT. So it's kind of, I, I think that's fine. I'm totally for that idea. And then let's see, where am I at? Let's see. That Final would, pick of the night. Round four. So, yeah, SmackDown got, yeah, yeah, got damage control. Raw got Shinsuke. SmackDown just said that. Uh, Raw, yeah, gets the NXT Women's Champion, Indy Hartwell. So, Shawn Michaels threw his card in there. He's like, well, they just took everyone from me. So. Yeah, because I love Road Dog where he goes, oh, if you're upset with that one, you're really going to be upset with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, I, listen, I, I'm curious how much Shawn Michaels knew in advance notice, like who's going to be taken away or whatnot. But I right. do feel bad for him a little bit. Like he had storylines probably planned out and then like all these people are taken, but listen, long-term these people are not supposed to stay on NXT long-term. The goal is to get to raw and SmackDown. So, so 
Do you think if, say, Sean didn't know yeah. who they were drafting and who they were taking, and with Indy, do you think that maybe he would have been like, all right, we'll put in that title on Tiffany at break-in instead? Or Roxanne, right? They're in the triple Oh, no, 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 well. no. Tiffany was supposed to win that belt at one point. You, did you hear what happened when Indy got hurt? Okay, so I know Indy was wearing a boot, has been wearing a boot since okay, so that match. They did the match. Tiffany Stratton comes off the top rope. Indy and Roxanne catch her on the mm-hmm. floor. To the, yeah. And Indy's leg falls under Roxanne and her ankle twists. Mm-hmm. They take her to the back immediately. Referee then gets word, hey, uh, Indy's hurt. Uh, Tiffany's winning. Oh, Indy then okay. comes back out hurt. Mm-hmm. And they call back to the ref going, uh, never mind. Audible off. Tiffany's g- good enough. She can retain. Gotcha. Or, or, okay. Indy's good enough. She can retain. But mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. in that match, Tiffany Stratton, Tiffany Stratton for at least a few minutes thought she was about to become the NXT Women's Champion. Interesting. I'll have to, uh, uh, ask, oh, was that something reported like on Fightful or something? Or, uh, or? I think it was Ryan and Dave on one of their wrestling gotcha. radios, I believe. Okay, uh, I have my own source, <laughs> but uh, I, I know I, I know who I can maybe ask to ask someone else to uh, um, confirm that, or you know, gotcha. was that so? so anyway, sorry, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not in the breaking news department, so right. it's uh, but I know someone to ask someone else. Anyway, but yeah, the I, I'm, thing, I'm probably saying too much. Legit injury to the point where they thought she wasn't gonna be able to finish the match, and they were gonna take the belt off of her. Gotcha. Okay. But it's like, okay. if they knew she was getting drafted, do you think maybe they just have her lose a break in, in the beginning? Like to start? Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's interesting. It's well, jumping ahead to NXT tonight. So the last segment tonight, Indy comes out, cuts a promo and talks about just her time in NXT and how right. much a mentor. And, uh, but she just more or less said she's relinquishing the NXT Women's Championship, and there's going to be a tournament mm. starting next week, and they're going to crown a new winner at Battleground. And then a bunch of women came out and they started fighting. So that's interesting that she gives up her title, but the NXT Women's Tag Titles. That's why I think they're going to be unified. Unified. So like they would have given them up because, again, interestingly, did they know who was getting called up when they? had Caden Carter and Katana Chance challenge them for the belts only to get drafted days later. <laughs> yes, that, that's obviously, Dave, that was not planned. <laughs> no. like, so. Well, it couldn't have been because Isla Dawn and, and Alba Fire did not know prior they were getting called up. So it had exactly. to have been like, they get the news they're getting called up. It goes back to Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. They then get quick direction of, hey, uh, we're going to set up a tag title match. Uh, you got like two minutes to figure it out. Go. See, I thought what would happen was, was they were going to maybe add a third team tonight, and that third team was going to be the winner and just take the belts off both people. Yeah, I could I could have saw that. And then that way, those two teams go up to Raw and SmackDown, respectively, and they have a new champion. But now the fact they kept them, it makes you wonder, would they go that route of just unifying right. unifying all the tag tiles? So we'll see see how that goes but if they there. Do, and this is not saying they're going to do it. This is just a speculating. But if they yes. do unify the women's tag titles, Mm-hmm. Could that lead to maybe them also unifying the NXT male tag titles with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's unified Raw and SmackDown tag titles? That I wouldn't want to see as much, though. 
So, yeah, uh, and I, I have some questions about that, which I'll ask when we get to night two. So, uh, so yeah, Indy Hartwell, though, I'm excited for her back on Raw. Yes. It looks like you can easily get the way reunion. Dexter tonight showed up under the ring, picked her up, mm. you know, when she was walking out of the ring. So Johnny Candace got drafted to Raw as well. So it looks like maybe we'll have the way reunion there, which I think a lot of people love that. And yes. then Austin Theory, since he's still a bad guy, he got drafted to SmackDown. So even though he's an OG member of the yeah. way he's going to be separated for them. So then, uh, yeah, SmackDown lowdown, which was that Saturday morning, uh, just real quick. Raw got the Viking Raiders, Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, uh, <laughs> Massey and Mansoor, Maxine Dupree, Maxim male model, Zoe Stark, which I'm very happy for Zoe Stark. Yes. That is awesome. JD McDonough. Awesome for him as well. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Cool. To see him back on the main roster. And mm. uh, I, he did some great stuff in NXT. Natty, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Then SmackDown got uh, all three members of Hit Row and Lacey Evans. That's it. <laughs> so, and then free agents are just Omos, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, and Von Wagner. So, free agents, does that mean they just haven't decided where to put them? Or kayfabe, they get to decide where they want to go and I think just it's stay that. there? I, okay. I honestly think it's, well, neither brand wanted you. So you get to just show up on one show and that's the show you're stuck on other than Omos because MVP kind of did the whole, I negotiated that Omos can do whatever he wants. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's well, like, I don't know. Is yeah, Omos it, can travel back and forth when he wants. Well, and- it's just weird because how is Von Wagner a free agent? I thought you only came up from NXT when you were drafted by a brand. So who drafted... Von Wagner, vacant. <laughs> Who drafted I, I, Von Wagner? I know, man. Th- th- there's a lot of plot holes in this draft that yeah. doesn't make sense. Head scratchers. So. Jumping forward to Monday, we also saw it was Zion Quinn. Who drafted these NXT <laughs> guys to be free agents? Or is it Adam Pierce going, well, I like you. You're on the main roster, but neither brand really wanted you. So uh, I'm just going to let you Show up wherever you want, but yeah, I want you. So maybe it's Adam Pierce wanted them and not USA Network or Fox. So Dolph Ziggler, I mean, at this point in his career, he I think he's just he's a good opponent to put on great matches with yes. upcoming talent. Mustafa Ali kind of sim, similar boat there. I know he's younger, but he can go in there and put on great matches with people. So yeah, we'll we'll see where they all end up eventually. Uh, all right, so night two, let's go through it. Uh, round one, we saw Triple H come out again Monday night. Uh, introduced for the first pick for Monday Night Raw, it was the SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, uh, which is interesting by herself, not with Judgment Day. I think partly it's just to make it a big deal that she is just so she's so so good, so popular, so in demand that well, she that deserves to and, be by herself. And I think because she has a title. Exactly. Champions. So, well, no, I can't say that. Roman got drafted with Solo. See, yeah, that, that's that's for like <laughs> and, and, a little and, bit. And, 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 Gunther got drafted with Vinci and, and Kaiser. So, yeah, never mind. Yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> well, then SmackDown got the second pick. They draft the U.S. champion, Austin Theory. Great move. Fresh scenery over there. Yeah. I, I still want to see more out of his character development. That That's my big thing. So, hopefully on SmackDown, get some fresh opponents there. Raw got Seth freaking Rollins, which makes sense because Becky, his wife, got drafted to Raw, so they're going to stick together. And SmackDown got Charlotte Flair, which I'm happy for. Good to stay there. I know she's off right now, but when she does come back, her and Bianca can finally pick up their program from, what, 
almost two years ago now, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but Charlotte's the last four horsewomen that Bianca has not well, also, beat yet. Also remember when Charlotte was the NXT women's champion, Bianca did the whole like, you might be the champion, but you don't go here when yeah. she was still in NXT. The triple threat. And was it yeah. was it Rhea Ripley as well? Yep. Uh yep. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, there's a lot of there's a little little history there, long term history that they can tap into again. Um, also, Triple H announced that yeah, Brock Lesnar is a free agent, so he, he renegotiated his contract, which is just fine. Apparently, Whatever. that was like a Monday call. Like Brock was supposed to be drafted, and then Monday they changed it, which makes because uh, I mean he was in the draft pool. They wouldn't have put him in the draft pool. Excuse me, they wouldn't have put him in the draft pool if they didn't have a plan originally at one point. Yeah, the thing is, that's how it's always been. He just he shows up where he's needed yeah. to fight someone. On Raw, I think since there's a lot of baby faces in the main event scene, like we talked about earlier, there's a lot of fresh opponents for Brock to maybe take on at some point throughout the year whenever he comes back for like one of the big four, big five pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. So fine. I, I I don't dwell on too much like other question. people so, Yeah. Here's a question regarding Brock. So mm-hmm. we see him work the big pay-per-views in the Saudi shows. Well, he's yep. working backlash in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Does he also work Saudi at the end of the month? Two shows in one month for Brock? I'm trying to think, think what what what, what opponent they give him three weeks. Yeah, in three weeks' time after that. And he's in the finals for the new world title and Seth beats him? But then he would have to beat Cody for it to make sense. And now, because mm. if he like loses to Cody and then ends up in the finals of the tournament, you know, mm. and that means Brock would have to be on TV for like the next month straight. And he doesn't do that often. I mean, <laughs> granted, Brock's been on TV more than Roman Reigns. Yeah. I like his new heel look, like evil cowboy, all black cowboy, outfit. Cowboy, yeah. cow, uh, the under, under cowboy, under, under cowboy, cowboy take, yeah. the cow taker. <laughs> This week, though, yeah, Cody uh, popped him in the face, and he was actually yeah. beating from the nose. It looked like a scratch there. But and, uh, Brock looked impressed by it, though. He's like, oh, you got me. Yeah, and then Cody, that nice, clean kick on the hat yep. into the crowd, kicked his cowboy hat. So uh, that was cool. But that's such a, a cliche of Triple H's booking, the big pull-apart fights. <laughs> like how That happens like Every every month now, whenever yeah, the, the big feud. When has security ever been able to stop Brock? Because <laughs> yeah, he said yesterday, like, you need more than come out here. Bring but more it's, security It's never out mattered here. how many. The only time I remember Brock being held back was by the roster. When him and Undertaker were fighting yes. throughout the entire building. And that was the great. roster had to hold yeah. those two back. Yeah. I love that. That was really cool. Uh, all right. Let's jump to round two. So Raw drafted the Undisputed. WWE Tag Team Champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So, I don't know for right now, since they have both tag titles, will they still be able to appear on both shows? But hypothetically, whenever they do lose those titles, they'll just beat Raw as their main home. And uh, I guess we can jump just one round forward really fast. When Raquel Mm -hmm. Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, hold on, I want to pull up the quote exactly. Okay. Because Corey Graves had a very interesting quote when... Raquel and Liv go finish the rest of this round and I'll find that. Quote. Okay. Uh, so yeah, then the, the next pick for SmackDown was the Uso. So kind of, I think a lot of people were kind of like, Oh, okay. No drama. I think a lot of people thought, Ooh, maybe they'll get drafted to raw. So they're away from Roman. They got to prove themselves even more. 
that like are they're on their own now. So there was a lot of people hoping for some drama there, but nope, they're on SmackDown with Roman. So I guess they're that is good as far as maybe stories mm. they want to tell throughout the summer of like, you know, they're pissing off Roman Reigns, they're losing. Like there's that element of like trying to win Roman's trust again or 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 his acceptance. And so it makes sense they gotta be on the same brand to to tell those stories week to week. Um, Raw got the Judgment Day, so the other three members outside of Rhea Ripley, Finn, right. Damian, Dominic, and then SmackDown got LWO, all five members, all five right? Of them. Santos, Cruz del Toro, Joaquin Wild, and Zelina Vega. So, um, yeah, Dominic, Ray, fine, or separated once again because remember when Dominic, or excuse me, Ray threatened to retire, but then Triple yeah. H took him to SmackDown, but then when the brands would kind of disappear for the last six months, they were crossing over. Anyway, so Ray and Dominic were still meeting up against each other. But I think also, now, keep them separated. It's good. We need to see Dominic on his own outside of a storyline with his dad. Yes. He had great heat yesterday oh, yeah. on Raw. I was Raw. about to ask about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my that God. Was, um, I call it the best thing on the show. <laughs> Incredible. Like, he couldn't say a word. They were just You can him. see that he was loving it, but trying oh, totally. not to let us know at the same Because he would smirk. And then, like, oh, pull it back really quick. But it's like, he's like, you can see he's got his little face. Like, this is working. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's in, even like, was it last year when in the Bay Area? I was in person for that booing session. And that was incredible. So, but now it's like, okay, let's really see Dominic float yes. or swim on his own now. So, th- this is going to be the real test now moving forward. So, and then LWO going over. To SmackDown, or excuse me, staying on SmackDown, that could be interesting as far as their babyface faction right now. Even though they've been losing as a whole lately, I think, you know, that could be another bloodline opponent at some point, you know, out for something. I mean, Ray versus Roman at some point could be a story. But then they already kind of have some matches. That's right. Yeah. On SmackDown. Mm. I forgot about that. Raw. They they did a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, hell, they can revisit it anyway at some yeah, point. Yeah, pandemic. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so what was the quote you were looking up? Or uh, so I found it. So when, so the next round, the first pick for Raw was Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, the women's tag team champions. And Corey Graves made an interesting note saying the women's tag team champions will be able to defend their titles on Monday nights. Mm. Does that mean only on Monday nights? I don't know. I don't think that's correct. Hmm. But it's like, I don't oh. read it again. He said, the women's tag team champions will be able to defend their titles on Monday nights. So I don't know if. Well, they won their titles on a Monday. Okay. So it's not I like, they, so. it's not, it's not like those titles have only been won or defended on SmackDown recently. They mm-hmm. beat. Trish and Becky on a Monday. So, yeah. so the quote makes no sense. Yeah. Well, I know sometimes Corey will say something and then they'll mm-hmm. kind of not even pay attention to it and still do something else on TV. Um, right. I completely forgot to ask you about this. So with Rhea, SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw, Bianca, Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown, a lot of people are just like, oh, this is going to do a title switch. Yeah, like but it'll Becky be more Charlotte. cordial. It'll be more cordial than Becky Charlotte. <laughs> Are you for that? Because then, like, how do you the, the title reign like situation? Because Bianca just broke Becky's Raw Women's Title Reign record yeah, for a number of days. It, it does mess that up, but because it isn't there a rumor starts the, it starts the reign over. Is there a rumor though that 
they might get rid of the Raw and SmackDown branded name and just oh, I like, don't know. I, I've I, seen I, some I, random I, tweets, but again, nothing from anyone that I would okay. trust. Well, I, I'm just saying, I would love if they just maybe drop those names and just like I don't know WWE Women's Champion. Well, remember they WWE tried that for like Universal two or three Champion. months and. They tried that briefly in NXT when Rhea was the NXT Women's Champion, and they were just calling her the NXT Champion. And then eventually they're like, yeah, nope, she's back to NXT Women's Champion. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. It lasted like a month and a half, two months at most. Okay. So we'll see what happens there, if it's just going to be a handoff or rename. I think it'll just be a simple handoff like when the New Day and the Street Profits did it. Gotcha. I hope they maybe bring some new title designs for those two. Like, I would love to see all new title designs for all the belts, especially tag right. titles. And if they want to make it easy, they both defend early at Backlash, and then a segment like right before the main event is Adam Pierce going, "Hey, uh, by the way, you're both here. Can we just get this taken care of? Uh, switch your belts really fast, and just do it at mm. Backlash or something, so that way one doesn't have to go to the other show or this or that." And it's just like, okay, you're both here. Why not just do it right now? For the tag titles, for Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. I wonder if they'll just unify them completely and just give them like one set of new title designs and then maybe introduce a new tag titles for SmackDown, like WWE tag champions and world tag champions like they did back in the day. Here's my theory on that. Okay. Hear me out. Unlike with Roman, when he would, if he were to have relinquished one belt, it would have made that belt feel lesser. Yes. If Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just go, well, we're on raw. So we will, keep the raw titles and give SmackDown back their belts. It's not going to make the SmackDown belts feel any lesser because it is the SmackDown tag team titles. Okay. Hmm. I think that's an easy way around it. Just be like, Oh, we're on raw. Adam Pierce said we have to give back these titles because we're not on SmackDown anymore. Okay, cool. Okay. I just, I'm all, I wish they get some new designs. Like I miss gold plated tag oh, titles. <laughs> It had been reported by some of the top belt people that yeah. multiple different titles could be getting redone. So I hope, yeah, we'll get to see that really soon. So, uh, um, yeah, no judgment day, stay on raw. That could be interesting. Maybe Damian priest, Dominic can go up to the tag titles at some point. That'd be Fingles cool. That'd be really world, cool. World heavyweight title. So I think judgment day, they've gotten so over, they've been booked really strong Next is like okay to really take this faction to the next level. They gotta start winning some gold. So think if Dom's the one to beat Sammy for the tag titles. <laughs> oh oh man, <laughs> the Heat man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. And then uh, all right, so round three, Raw drafted WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, as you said. SmackDown got Oscar. Uh, Raw got the New Day, just Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, and then SmackDown got the Brawling Brutes, all three members. Um, women's Tag Titles, we talked about that. Asuka going to SmackDown, I'm not the biggest fan of that move, just because she already lost to Bianca at WrestleMania. True. We haven't seen her on TV since. I imagine Bianca's going to still have a long reign throughout this year. So Asuka going to SmackDown, what is she going to do? Have a rematch with Bianca, but just lose again? I love Asuka. She's my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers on this roster. I think it almost makes more sense to go back to Raw or stay on Raw. I know her and Rhea Ripley had a, a match at Royal, or excuse me, WrestleMania a couple years ago. That's something they could have revisited. Yeah. So I just not a biggest fan of her going to SmackDown. And then uh, New Day, they've been on SmackDown for a long time, so change of scenery makes sense. And is then, it me? Uh, or do you feel like New Day switches every single draft? 
I'm trying to remember. Cause, almost. Yeah, because remember Biggie got drafted by himself, and that was a big sad moment. Yeah, Biggie got drafted by himself. Yeah. And was stayed on SmackDown. They went to Raw. Then they came back to SmackDown in the next draft. Now they're going back to Raw. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Well, at least the last three or four, they've switched. Yeah. Some uh, members of New Day switched around within the last couple of exactly. Uh, Brawling Brutes say on SmackDown, I'm all for that because Sheamus could be another opponent for Roman. Brawling Brutes can you know take on the Usos. I know that, actually wait, they did have some matches. Was it beginning of this year a little bit? I think so. It was. I think it was just on the weekly television, not on a pay per view, right. if I remember correctly. But uh, my, own, I'm bummed though because now that Gunther's away from Sheamus, I don't know if Gunther. I think a lot of people want Sheamus to be the one to dethrone Gunther at Clash of the Castle. That was just like fantasy booking because Gunther beats right. Honky Tonk, and then okay, he's due to drop the title after that. Let Sheamus do it again, get the rematch at Clash of the Castle. Well, but now you know they're doing another Clash of the Castle. True, yeah, with nothing officially announced yet. Yeah. But uh uh but Usually no but those I, those what they call paid international shows. I don't know how many of those we've seen back to back yet. Gotcha. Well Seamus though, I know like the IC title is like the last thing he needs to win to be a grand slam right. champion. But now it's on the other brand, so it's like yeah. what the heck? Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe at some point, maybe in the next year or so, maybe they switches at some point. Uh, round four, Raw. I got, got, it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, Sheamus, Sheamus wins money in the bank, but only to go after Gunther because he needs the icy belt. <laughs> this means more to me than what Roman has. So I've had that before. I beat Roman for that before that with money true. in the bank. Yep. Uh, round four, Raw got Trish Stratus. SmackDown got Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Raw got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And SmackDown <laughs> got, yeah, LA Knight. Did, uh, did you hear Eric Bischoff? Shayna Blazer. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I was like, oh, Eric. It just, I know Eric. I, I think I heard him in some interviews or podcasts. He admits he doesn't watch week to week anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so he just did not know who this person probably is. Or I'm like, oh, damn it, Eric. Um, now, yeah, Trish Jazz. I'm confused. Is she a full time competitor again? Like to get a your TV guess pick? Is, your guess is as good as mine. And as you mentioned earlier in the show, yeah, what happened to Lita? Why didn't Lita get drafted? Yeah, so, if you're going to draft guess, Trish, why not draft Lita? I mean, it makes sense. Her stay on Raw to continue the feud with Becky throughout the summer. Uh, Karen Cross, Scarlet, a little bit of head scratcher, staying on SmackDown. As far as him and Shinsuke seem to just started a feud, like he beat up Shinsuke the other day. But I guess maybe blow they can off. just have... Yeah, blow off one match on SmackDown. And it's then, this Friday. They already announced it last week. Oh, they didn't. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's it. And then Shinsuke is going to go to Raw and I guess start a program with Miz. As we saw Miz TV this week, he tiny, ball. his, tiny balls in Japanese. So um, Ronda Rousey, Shane Baszler on Raw. Love that move because if Liv and Raquel are going to be there yeah. more often with the tag titles, then it makes sense for them to win them eventually, probably often when they're healed up. And then, yeah, L.A. Knight, the most over guy or one of the most over guys in the company uh, yeah. staying on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I could see him maybe being a U.S. champion at some point. That would be awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. And then round five, Raw took Braun Strowman and Ricochet. That makes sense. Braun is with Raquel Rodriguez. So that's his girlfriend. Staying with, yeah, right. They're together, right? Is that? Yes. Okay, so staying together with them on the same show. And same well, for Ricochet. Right. They fiance. haven't always kept... Dating couples together, but they always True. keep married couples together. 
Uh, yeah, so Ricochet, Samantha Irvin, the announcers stick together as well. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown got Shotzi. Great, you know, Shotzi's a great, like, just death, <laughs> right. death person on the roster for, for just, you know, matches and whatnot. She can be, she can be the natty on SmackDown to give the women solid matches when they need a solid opponent. Exactly. Uh, Raw took Bronson Reed. So he's in this triple threat with. He ain't winning. No, with Bobby and Austin Theory. So he's not going to win, but maybe he can into the IC title picture at some point. Oh, uh, Bronson Raw. Reed and Gunther. Yeah, something. Don't, I mean, don't just, tease me with that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, SmackDown took uh, pretty deadly. So, hell yeah. Good to know they are alive. <laughs> they survived the, the drowning they attempt. Make it swim. It was cool seeing them on NXT at the Performance Center. They stood up like, oh, yes, they're alive. <laughs> so I think out of everybody in NXT, they had to have like been tipped off or knew or something with the way that angle went with the, the, what is it, Tony D'Angelo? Uh, and, 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 Stax. yeah, with them getting yeah. ridden off, like yeah. they had to have known, okay, we're getting called up. So that could, that had to be the one from NXT that knew. They're so good. I mean, since their time in NXT UK, you could tell they were great sports oh, yeah. entertainers. Yes. So they're prime for main roster for a long time. They accomplished everything else up to that point. So they're going to be wildly over on the main roster. I cannot wait for that. And then at round six, Alpha Academy was chosen. So uh, uh, Maxim, Maxim Male Models and Alpha Academy can still continue their thing on Raw. The, right. The, the fight for uh, Otis's love or Otis's love. And then uh, uh, Rick Boogs goes to SmackDown. So I thought maybe we'd go to Raw and reunite with Shinsuke. I was hoping no, Shins- the same thing. But Shinsuke still can do his own thing. I think Shinsuke, yeah. they're kind of repackaging him back as like a, I know Triple H loves him. So back to like, a, you know, I, I think potentially like a main eventer for Raw, which oh, I'm for excited sure. for. And then, uh, so Rick Boogs, yeah, on SmackDown, I don't know what they're going to do with him over there. He could be another great enhancement performer, mm-hmm. put on some great right. matches. Uh, Raw got Katana Chance and Caden Carter, so they lost tonight on NXT, so they're going to go to Raw without the NXT women's tag titles. But nonetheless, they are a legit tag team for the last, like, what, four years? Oh, at least. So that's still going to be great matches for Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez as yeah. fresh opponents. And then SmackDown got Cameron Grimes to the moon, which finally I'm so happy for him. I think a lot of people just been anticipating his call up. He's been off TV for a long time. Mm-hmm. He was at the end of the black and gold era of NXT was in the 2.0 eras, kind of did everything you yep. could former million hey. dollar champion. So I'm All happy right. for him. Who else was on SmackDown with Cameron Grimes? Oh, L.A. Knight is yeah. former. Uh, so they could uh, bring they back Ted DiBiase. No, they're not. No, they're not. not oh, that's after, right. Not after this scandal. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Ted Jr. Yeah, he's in uh, uh, legal well, issues Ted's, right now. Ted's involved in it, too. Ted Sr. He's all part of the, the, ex- the money. Whole, yeah, multiple people in that family. Oh, my God. All right. Well, maybe they'll make a joke. Be like. Well, we got the title, but like, I don't know. We can't find Ted. He's he's yeah. busy right now or something. I'll make some joke about it. Uh, then on Raw Talk after the show, uh, they, they announced a bunch of extra picks. So Raw got Tazawa, uh, Angel and Humberto, Dana Brooke, Emma, Indishair, Johnny Gargano, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones, Piper Niven, Riddick Moss. Great to see Riddick using his first name again, not Madcap. Uh, Tegan Knox well, and Zia Lee. 
Also, I don't know if you noticed, Los Lotharios, they got their last names back. It's Angel Garza and Roberto Carrillo. Oh, okay. Uh, SmackDown got Grayson Waller. Love that pick. Obviously, Miz on Raw have Grayson Waller. Why well, wasn't Grayson Waller announced on television? I, that would I was I'm with you there. I was disappointed. You could have swapped him with Boogs. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Tamita, Tamita got drafted. You I know, know she, she might have him, and well, that was the only reason Nia did the the Rumble. Nia said oh, that really? Tamina kind of hinted at her. This could be her last rumble. And when Nia was asked, she almost said no. But then when Tamina was like, eh, it might be my last. She was like, oh, no, if it's your last, I'm in it. Oh, so she just want to be with her. <laughs> or they're, yeah. they're family, right? Yeah. So, yes. okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, free agents are Baron Corbin, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander, Elias, and Zion Quinn. So Baron Corbin got his win. First win in a long time in Paris on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it was against Rick Boogs, right? Was that who who he had beat? I think I can okay. tell you in two seconds. But yeah, no, like Grayson Waller. Yes, I wish that was on TV. Yes. Um, but as doing far the as shoe, doing the shoey, yes, that would have been awesome just to see it on TV because that's an Australian like uh, yes. uh, tradition, right? Or yeah, okay. So I'm excited for all these picks. Um, I'm bummed Johnny Gargano didn't get like a TV pick. But he's been injured twice in the last, what, six months. So he's been kind of stop mm-hmm. and go lately. So I hope fresh start, reform the way, kind of that could be a fun little faction on Raw. And that can kind of maybe right. reintroduce the crowd to Johnny Gargano and warm up to them again. But I, I really think Johnny Gargano could be the Daniel Bryan of this generation, the smaller sure. underdog, overcome the odds, who can wrestle out wrestle everyone. So I really want to see Johnny Gargano get a big push this rest of this year. And let's see who else in the share. Great. I think all they three be, members. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, former WWE champion. Um, <laughs> um, oh my God. Sure. Well, uh, <laughs> um, oh my God. What, what's his name? I'm totally blanking. Jinder Mahal. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Thank you. Sorry. But in the share as a tag team, they're a powerhouse tag team. So I think as long as Ginger doesn't teach him air guitar. <laughs> exactly. He's but, got two buddies now yeah. back on the main roster. So, but in the share, I think you book them strong in the beginning and yes. maybe they can be opponents for but, Sammy Kevin but, at some point. Yeah. Do we get many weeks of Indu share is coming. Indu no. share is coming. Indu share is coming. Veer 20 Mons. weeks later, Indu share is coming. <laughs> Also, Baron Corbin did be Rick Boogs. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric, I hope they do end up on SmackDown. Like I said earlier, I really want to see him, right. them with you know, the Hurt Business reunited with Bobby Lashley. And then, uh, yeah, Angel and Humberto, Los Lotharios, another tag team that can be opponents for Sammy and Kevin or whoever the tag champions are at some point in the year. Right. So it's just depth for the tag team division. And then, as you said, you brought up a good point. I, I did not realize main event as well. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of opportunity there. So it made sense raw getting more picks. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Grayson Waller on SmackDown, who's they say he's like the next Miz. So it makes sense. To keep them apart. Miz on raw him on SmackDown. So. Oh, no, no. I, I, I mean, I used to say he's the next Miz. Yeah. So when Grayson Waller first debuted in NXT 2.0, I hated him. I thought he was annoying. Mm-hmm. I thought he was dumb. I thought he was playing pro wrestler. Now, yes, yes. Grayson Waller's the one to beat Austin Theory or whoever comes to SmackDown with that U.S. title. I'm gonna say it right now. By the end of the year, Austin or Grayson Waller should have the U.S. title. Like I'd love Grayson Waller now. Oh, absolutely. He's like, he really come 
so far and away warmed up. Yes. Yeah. No, he's I'm with you. Amazing. Like I love <laughs> Grayson Waller for what he is. Maybe I just didn't understand the character at first or something, but like he came off to me as like this guy who was Influencer. overly cocky. Well, yeah, yeah, the influencer thing that was dumb, but he also came off as like he was overly cocky in real life and not humble enough or something, I guess you could say. Yeah, maybe he was like bragging about going on dates and stuff. Yeah, and, but yeah. now like we see him in the ring and his promos have actually gotten even better. Like he yeah. was, I always thought he was good on the mic, but annoying in not in a good way, annoying. Now mm-hmm. he's in a good way how you're supposed to be as a heel annoying. So it's like. Yep. No, I love Grayson Waller now. And I'm like, nope. Yeah, he, if he doesn't win the U.S. title by the end of the year, they've done something wrong. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Grayson Waller has big things lined up. And, yeah, we can say he's a friend of the podcast, too. He gave us a great interview, even though he, he uh, gave his dating tips. <laughs> terrible dating tips. I'll never forget that, Grayson Waller. I was trying to be your bro and, you know, get some good, legit advice. And you just put me down. Damn you, Grayson. Right. You are you are a true heel. So, uh, no, but overall, I, I, I really dig a lot of these picks uh, just as far as the direction, as far as the main event title scene for Raw, some fresh opponents for Roman and the Bloodline. Yep. I think the tag team division has got some fresh opponents as well. And uh, I'm really excited for a lot of these NXT call-ups. I'm just, I think in general, it's a lot of fresh faces, especially for SmackDown. I think for... A lot of these NXT call-ups, a great opportunity to be on SmackDown, which right now gets the most viewers on Fox. So it must be exciting to get a lot of uh, fresh eyeballs on all these wrestlers. So it's uh, I'm excited for uh, you know rest of spring, summer, and throughout the rest of 2023. So this is going to be I interesting. Mean, yeah. I'm excited just for the next month of WWE because they got two <laughs> big pay-per-views or premium live events coming up. They've got Backlash, and then they've got the, the – um, Night of Champions show to crown that first world heavyweight champion. Yeah, so uh, I know there's a lot of matches that happen on both Raw, or excuse me, SmackDown and Raw. We'll talk about that later and just kind of see how that plays out. But for right now, I just want to talk more about the draft, uh, this year's draft, and yeah, a lot happened. So, uh, so yeah, on that note, let's start wrapping things up. Tim, thank you once again for making the time. Where can the kids find you online? You can find my work, Pro Wrestling Unlimited, whether that's on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. We're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, everywhere. You can find my personal stuff over at Timmy Buddy. That's just my real name. I get asked that a lot. Well, what is, what is your name, Timmy Buddy, on, online? Because it's my real goddamn given name. But anyways, you can find me there as well. And I'm, I'm always happy to be on here with you. Thank you. No, seriously, I I do appreciate it. Like, I can't thank you enough. Like, I'm still trying. I'll just tell you, I'm trying to think of something really nice to do for you at some point. You've (laughs) been there for me in more days, in more ways than one. You've helped me as well doing like pay-per-view reviews and stuff. So, yeah, 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 of course. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, Backlash is on a Saturday. Yeah. This year. Oh, okay. My nice. I like the Saturday pay-per-views. It's just (laughs) weird. Like, AEW was doing the Saturday pay-per-views while WWE was doing Sundays because they've always done Sundays, and now well, they both kind of flipped. Like well, they do opposite I, now. All I know is the Saturday thing for WWE is a Nick Khan call because he said sports is more known for big shows on Saturday nights. Yes, to fill up a stadium makes it a lot easier on yeah. a Saturday than a Sunday. That was a so, Nick Khan call. Yeah, which good, good Nick Khan. That's a good call <laughs> on his part. <laughs> so, Vice president. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Baby Huey. Follow me on Facebook at Baby Huey Official, Twitter, and Instagram 
at babyhuey83 for everything else at in the click follow us uh, on social at in the click emails in the click at gmail.com subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts at if you listen to us apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating leave a review comment share the podcast follow us on youtube subscribe there watch the videos leave a thumbs up leave a comment share it all that good stuff thank you guys in advance for all the support and on that note let's go home and that's the bottom line because huey said so